oh, oh, Ozempic Auto Parts. <laughs> They said the sunset today is at eight, or sorry, four thirty-nine today. The, November the sunset 6th. was four thirty-nine today. Yeah, that's when they consider sunset. Holy shit! So then, look at like. Oh wait, I think you're right. So it the gets earliest sunset occurs around December eighth each year, and then and so then the s- the latest sunrise occurs around January fifth. That's weird. What's the fucking solstice then? The 21st of December. Which, wouldn't that mean that's the shortest day of the year? I wonder if that's just like the combination of the sunset and the sunrise. Like, That's the shortest day of the year, maybe. What the fuck, dude? How do we do this? It's also way worse here than it is like back in Cincy. So would you rather have, though, like when I was walking to the gym today, it felt like it was like 9 a.m.? Because the sun was up already. Yeah. Would you rather have that or an earlier sunrise or sunset? Or, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Lighter earlier or lighter darker? Later. (laughs) I'd rather have lighter later sunlight than the end of my day. Yeah. Because when you're working till at least five. Yeah. When you you get off and it's, what time is it? It's 520 right now and it looks like it's fucking 9 p.m. Yes. Like the days where you're literally, you get to the office in a stark and you leave the office in a stark are, I mean... Absolutely terrible. I don't know how we all don't kill ourselves. But I like I have a dinner tonight at seven fifteen, and I'm gonna not want to go because yeah. I mean, you just fucks your circadian rhythm too. Yeah, completely fucks your circadian rhythm. Yeah. Also, I didn't add this, but I'm curious what you think of this. I'm hitting a wall with exercise right now. Mm, me too, a little bit. Like, just I was talking to Ken's yesterday. Like, no motivation. I'm bored with my workouts. Just probably on me because I'm doing like the same things I've been doing, but I honestly think I'm just gonna like I didn't work out today. I was just, I didn't I was supposed to work out yesterday too, and I was like give yourself like a week off. I think I'm literally just gonna do a week of like I'm gonna wake up. I'm gonna try and wake up at like six tomorrow, not like five like usual, and just stretch or do yoga for like ten twenty minutes. That's it. And just be done. I feel like yeah. The I feel like that's, that's really smart. I'm just so foggy today though. I know. But that's the maybe only you downside. need to do that for a week for your body to be like, what the fuck is happening? To like then it like realize, oh shit, I should I should start working out again. Yeah, I was talking to D Rob about this last night because he was talking about he's doing the marathon next year too, and he was like, I just need like something to motivate me. I was like, dude, I'm going through that right now, like where I don't really like have anything to train for. I'm just kind of in the gym to be in the gym. It sucks. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have a goal right now either. Other than like I want to get bigger and stronger, but like I didn't set I didn't set any goals. To there's that. no yeah, there's no specific metrics for that. Yeah, because I and I did that kind of purposely because I know if I'm like oh if I want like a two thirty five bench or something like that, I'm gonna injure myself. Two thirty five. That's a lot. Was that two plates? Two twenty five. Two twenty five. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, no, that would be like that. Like I just know like with me and lifting, I would just be like oh fuck it, I'm gonna try to hit this earlier than I like. Yeah. Like a marathon is easy because there's a date in which you will hit it. Whereas yeah. 225, uh, there's no date. It's just like when I get to it. And like I know mentally I'm going to be like, I want to hit that as quick as possible. <laughs> yeah. And like you're not doing specific like lifting programming to like get you there. It's just kind of like. Yeah. 
you're going into. That's the other thing. Lifting is so weird. Like we've talked about this, maybe not on here, but like I track, I think we both do this now. Like I track my weights, but there's yeah. still days where like, if I only got five hours of sleep the night before, I'm lifting less than I did last week. I, yeah. Hopefully like a little <laughs> bit less. Yeah. Sometimes I'll be like doing the same as I did the week before. And I'm like, fuck man, this kind of demotivating. It sucks. But I try to like in that app that we use, I try to mark and note like at the top of it. The like notes, yeah, yeah. I was out last night till midnight, slept like a lot less than normal, so feeling like really weak. So when you go back to see what did I hit last week, you can I can be like benchmark, all right, like yeah, yeah. I know that that wasn't like great versus like days when you're in there and you feel okay. You know what we should maybe try, even though I know you love this gym, the Gold Coast mm-hmm. location for FFC is maybe try going to a different location for a little bit. It's not a bad idea. I I've like heard or something. I've heard people, well, not even heard other people do this, but like when I joined this FFC, I was in like a major rut with working out I, for a couple months there. I felt like, holy shit, I'm lifting more than I ever had before. I'm excited to lift because you're like trying new things, trying new machines, just even just figuring out a whole new pattern makes your brain more conscious about what you're doing. Whereas right now you're going in and just doing the same exact movements every single time that it's so like second nature that you don't feel like you need to put effort into it. Yeah. Whereas if you go to a different location, you have to put in the effort at least finding the I hate that, equipment, but that's a good point. But it makes you more aware of like, shit, yeah. okay, I'm about to do this bench. Maybe even just for a couple weeks. Yeah, you're like seeing different people too. Yeah. That would suck though because like I would probably go to the Old Town one and the Old Town one fucking sucks. Yeah. But you, you left out like early, so I yeah. feel like you'd be fine. I don't think it would really matter in terms of like the people, like the amount of people in there, but it's a good point. Try and see if it works. I actually think I might do that, honestly. But yeah, it's uh, it's fucking annoying. I don't know how. I think at some point, like, I, we're definitely kind of there where we're like, I, I hate using the phrase like addicted to it, but addicted enough where like we get it done no matter what most of the time. So like this is the first time where I've been like. Most of the time, yeah. I'm just like, no, I'm not going. So. The holidays kill me too, traveling. Like when you look at dads, and I'm not even talking about our own dads, but like most dads are the dad bods. Dad bods. Yeah. yeah. That's why <laughs> there's a thing called dad bods. And I'm like to myself, I'm never gonna do that because I'm just I love working out way too much. You also don't drink a lot. Fair. That's why people taking that bods. well, okay. <laughs> Fair. But like dads slowly but surely stop working out as well. True. For the most part, yeah. Like do you think we're anywhere close to hitting that point where we're like on I mean down end of that? Or at, like, our peak, and now we're going to, like, slowly decline? No. I don't... Yeah, no. Definitely not. You think we are at a point where we are both so conscious that we'll never get that way? No. I will definitely hit that. I <laughs> I see my dad still pretty often, and I'm like, it'll happen. He works out every day, too. Yeah. But it's... I think that's more so going to be... My body is going to, like, not be able Give to out. do what I can do now. Especially yeah. the cardio. That's fair. But I don't know. I mean... I hope not. That would be really ideal. I mean, I've always said, too, I think I'll drink. I think I'll probably not drink very much once I have kids. If I have kids, I should say. Yeah. You never know. But I mean, I already just don't drink that often. Saturday, I, I was pretty drunk off of just a couple beers. That's got to be kind of sick. It's kind of it's kind of great. Oh, yeah. I'm still a lightweight, which is awesome. Yeah. Especially, like, getting older. It's like, oh, dude, I'm such a lightweight with smoking weed, too. And I have never built a tolerance for it. And it's awesome. Which is wild. Yeah. Because you were there. You were on it for... I'm still on it. I still smoke weed all the time. 
let's let's be very clear here. <laughs> Wait, speaking of gaining weight too, this was a topic I wanted to bring up with Kelly, but I think it's better for just us two. <laughs> oh, that's a tough way to hold on. Let, let me let me intro the episode and okay. then I'll then I'll bring it up. I don't know if you even looked at like what I prepped for this, but did you send it to me? No, it's just I mean it's in our like, oh, folder. No. I don't no. know if you ever looked. You said you had a lot to talk about, and I was I like, do. okay, I want to be do surprised have a lot to talk about. All right, welcome back, everybody. Season two, episode twenty-two. We got Deuces Wild today. Um, as always, before we get started, thank you everyone for listening. Also, hopefully, when you see this, it's a little bit shorter of an episode. And we know we've been going kind of long lately, um, but just because the combos have been good. As always, if you have not done this already, follow and rate us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Five stars, please. Or if you know you think it's four stars, let us know why. And then follow us on Instagram too at Bedside Conies. Keep helping us um, push the pod on social. Tell your friends every Thursday morning, seven a.m. Eastern, six a.m. Central. Keep giving us feedback too. Got a lot of good feedback on the last couple episodes. We know they've been pretty different too. A little bit more siloed, I would say, towards like certain audiences. But just let us know what you think. But with that. Today we have an OG BSC two-way with our producer extraordinaire, Slim Maxwell. But back to my point, so <laughs> okay. we were talking about exercising and being in a rut. In general, I was thinking about this because it's always this time of year. Like literally daylight savings is when I hit like a fucking wall, which we're recording this on depression. Monday. Depression. Well, just yeah, straight up depression. <laughs> but there's a dude that I work with. His wedding's actually this weekend. He was like in the office one day and we were talking about working out, whatever. And then he was telling me how he was like trying to lose weight. And like later on that day, he was talking about how he felt just terrible. And he, I like had noticed the last couple of days he like wasn't eating much. Ozempic. He's fucking on Ozempic. And he like, he was like kind of embarrassed about it. I think it was more so because, so his fiance actually, I think, has. Uh, diabetes oh so is he just taking some from her literally she apparently is getting like double dose what she like really needs so he's <laughs> taking the other fucking half of the dose which is kind of sick for him because it's expensive as hell yeah i don't how much is it like i guess it depends on your insurance but yeah i think it's dependent on insurance which i think insurance really only covers if you have diabetes i think mm. so if you're using it for weight loss which you can be prescribed for it for weight loss now like you can go to the doctor and be like hey I want Ozempic for weight loss. Yeah. Like the FDA has approved that. I I forget which way I've heard. I've heard it's either like around a, either a thousand a week or a thousand a Whoa. month. But either way, still pretty expensive no matter it's which one. It's also two very different things. I mean. I know. Four thousand versus <laughs> a thousand. But fuck. Yeah. That's a lot. Oh, how much is it? Do you have any idea how much it is for like diabetes patients? Oh, I don't. I think that, again, insurance matters. Let's look it up. Look, let's look up the price. So did you ask him about it like he told me that he was taking it but yeah he was like i was saying he was a little weird about it and then i was like asking him i was like so are you still eating and he basically just said which i think people have kind of talked about this like it really just kind of kills your appetite in general yeah and he was like dude i'm just like not hungry like i know i need to eat and it's not like hard to eat it's just you don't have that the way he described it to me, it almost kind of sounds like, you know, that like instinctual, like that reward feedback loop that you get with yes. like food. Yeah. You don't have that. Like yeah. when you're eating, you're like, I know I need to do this, but it, I'm not like satisfied. Yeah. 
Which I, have a, I have a lot of thoughts on this, but I looked at the price. Roughly $900 per month for for uh, Ozempic without insurance. Without insurance. With insurance, that's it can be as little as like 25 bucks up to maybe like 100 Yeah, like my prescription is like $10 a month. Yeah, usually they, they a prescription covers a lot. But, but I wonder, the other thing, I don't know if you know the answer to this, is it? Specifically for type two or type one diabetes, or does it matter? I don't know. I think maybe type two is that the one where you develop it later on. In yeah, life? basically yeah. like because, because of, of your fat. habits. Yeah, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's because pretty, of that's your blood. <laughs> I mean, you're right, yeah, but but yeah, I think I think it's type two because his fiance, I'm pretty sure, has type one. She was oh. like born with diabetes. Well, maybe then it's both. I don't know. I yeah. literally, I don't know. All I know is like uh, there's a shit ton of like I don't want to say fakes, but like not uh what do they call it private generic. label ones generic ones coming out on the market um so they, even, that are they really don't even dangerous. have this patented no i think it is but i think there's just like when fucking uh uh what's that dick pill oh um jesus i almost just said vicodin <laughs> um holy fuck we are tired wow. viagra viagra it, i think like when that came out in the market and oxycontin like People try to change like one slight thing or like just use like one active ingredient instead of using like the the multiple active ingredients that like Ozempic or Viagra takes and tries to market it as like a replacement or a cheaper version. And I just know there's a bunch coming out on the market, like third party ones that like are not super safe. Hmm. There's another one that is safe and popular. Uh, Wagovi. Yeah, that was the other one. And I think there might be a third one. Okay. I think there's like three big ones. I keep, when I see like articles about it, I feel like there's more people on Wagovi than there are Ozempic. Or my, you would know know the answer to that. I don't know. But why I know a lot about this is because I work in like CPG data, consumer goods data. So like we, food, food, beverages, alcohol beverages, tobacco, (laughs) blah, blah, blah. Like we give data to a lot of people. Grocery stores. Yeah, anything you can buy in a grocery store, we we get data for. That's what I think. Anyways, our clients who are the CPG companies like uh, Coca-Cola or Pepsi or whatever, these big companies are freaking out because there's been so many articles that from investors coming out like, oh, is Ozempic going to like make people stop buying a lot less or buy a lot less food and beverages? And so they're coming to us like, can you help us prove this out at all? So we like, we're looking at, the people we can ask them like are you on it what do you want it for and then start to understand their behavior and you can see like a very stark difference in how they shop from when they before they were taking ozempic to after they're taking it so like certain categories like alcohol beverages getting hit super hard from the people taking it because alcohol well it's 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 kind of like that feedback feedback loop like you said like people get rewarded for drinking alcohol Mm -hmm. And you just no longer have that appetite for that. So it kills that, too. Yeah. No yeah. shit. Um, but you still get fucked up, wouldn't you? Yeah, no, you still get fucked up. But, like... You just don't have cravings? I don't think you have the craving to get fucked up. Oh, this is something you said, too. Like, they think that this pill could, like, solve addictions and shit, too, right? Uh, did I say that? Maybe not. Maybe I read that somewhere. Oh, yeah. I don't think I said that, but maybe. I Because There's I think the same thing with, like, tobacco. It's yeah. like It's, like, cutting that off. Even though that has nothing to do with, like, appetite... It's almost like the appetite for the reward. Yes. More than anything. That's what I was reading was about like it's it's just killing killing like the the part of your brain that you like have lack of control over basically. Yeah. yeah. Which I mean if if there's no side effects, it's basically a magic pill. 
Think about all the things we're fucking addicted to. I know, and it is FDA approved, which is means like there's no. I know the I know. FDA is a fucking joke. I, know, I, know. I think we all know that now, but like there has to be something's gonna happen. Who who made Ozempic? Was that the original one or is it Wegovy? Um, I don't know. I think it's Ozempic. Uh, I think it's like no- Nova. Who makes Ozempic? I'm just wondering if it's one of those pharma companies that's like a total Novo Nordisk. Okay. Which makes Ozempic and Wagovi. Oh, they're made by the same people. That's the fucking fuck? wild. So there's got to be a difference between the two of them. Yeah, probably. Or I wonder if maybe that company just bought whoever created the other one. Wow. To like How Ozempic and Wagovi turned Novo Nordisk, the parent company, into a $400 billion company. Oh, my God. They think it might be one of the biggest drugs if it continues going on the direction. That's what I've heard. I mean, that's Pfizer made all their money off of Viagra, right? Yeah. They like were tiny before that, weren't they? Yeah. There's always there's always like one drug that makes these. They're just banking huge. on like they yeah. pump all this money into research to bank yes. on like one. What was the Purdue Pharma made all their money off of fucking uh, oxycontin? Oxycontin. Yeah, dude. Also, speaking of drugs, I never knew that that was like damn near the reason for the heroin epidemic. Oh yeah, I had no idea about that. Yeah, that's fucking so sad. Yeah. It's depressing as fuck. But anyways, going back to. Ozempic. The only other data point that I have is uh, right now, from our data, we see roughly almost 12% of all U.S. households on having at least one person in their family with Ozempic or Wagovi. What? Um, which so, we've also, we're theorizing, like, even if one person is on it, it's going to affect the entire household. Because if they are stopped buying as much or, or even if they continue buying, but, like, now are in the, the mindset of, like, I need to eat healthier... Like, it's going to affect everybody and how they purchase. No shit. So. So, is it still, is it hurting just, like, the snacking portion? Like, outside of your three, let's say people, I know people don't all do this, but it's just outside of the three daily meals. Or is it killing, not killing, but shrinking the three daily meals, too? I think that's what everybody's trying to figure out right now. And I don't know if there's, like, evidence. Like, they... It's hurting certain categories more than others, like soft. Like I'm focused within beverage for my okay. client. Like it's hurting soft drinks more than it's hurting water. Okay. Like water, I've heard like you get pretty dehydrated on this this medication, I so like, like people may be buying more more water. Okay. But like soft drinks, people like are no longer buying. Oh shit. Yeah. It's so fucking wild. There's got to be side effects. This is the shit that always pisses me off. Is like. Well, the the I think I don't know I don't know the side effects when you're on it, but I've heard like a lot of people who take it for weight loss say you're taking it for like a wedding to lose like 10, 15 pounds. Literally, you take yeah. it for like two or three months and then you're done. But then right after, all of those uh, appetites for rewards come back and like you just plump up again. Yeah, and like may come back even fatter. <laughs> yeah, because I mean it's because like, I don't know if you can stay on it forever. Maybe. That's, that's what I want to know. Is can you stay on it forever? It's the same shit with like any drugs, right? Is like it's new. No one will have any clue about the long term effects of this for years. Yeah. So that's like, I mean, let's let's dive into it. That's why I don't get like, yeah, I don't get vaccines and shit. I don't get the new COVID vaccine because I'm like, there's no point in me getting it, and we're not going to know what the hell this is doing to us for years on end. Yeah, it's it's a tough call. 
Um, I am reading the Elon Musk book. Yeah. And uh, he went on Ozempic for. Oh really? For a bit. Yeah. Did he lose weight? He still looks like. I shit. think <laughs> he. It didn't work. What? <laughs> there was a part, and it's been a couple of days since I read this part, but I think he like. Do you remember that beach photo? That like came out, and I feel like went pretty viral on the internet, like maybe a year maybe. or two ago, of him looking pretty fat on a beach, maybe like, looking really tubby. Like I want to see if I can. Did find it, it get in his head? I think it got to him. Really? Like he started taking it. Uh, <laughs> let's say Elon That's Musk so on a beach. I remember the Zuck picture of him like caked up. I think it was this one. Oh yeah, he yeah. does look terrible in that picture. We'll have to post this on Instagram oh for people. Oh my god, to see. he looks so fucking old too. Yeah. And so I think whatever trip this was, I think he came back and was like, "Fuck, I gotta." <laughs> Because I, I don't know when this was taken, but like that's better. That does look good. I mean, that looks kind of edited, to be completely honest. But yeah, I mean, that's like fucking Bezos. He just <laughs> decided to get on TRT because he was like, I <laughs> I just want to be jacked, and I don't care. Dude, it's crazy what money can do. You can oh. just become hot. I mean, look at fucking Portnoy. Yeah, he looked horrible twenty yeah. years ago. Terrible. <laughs> now he's like, I mean, not the best looking dude, but like way better. Yeah, I also wonder. Like, he probably is on. He's probably on something like Ozempic too, but yeah. he's lost like a ton of weight also. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. Really, truthfully, like being wealthy is really the only thing that matters. If you have money, you can look decent. Yeah. It's so dumb. Yeah. But no, I just, I mean, the more we talk about this, I really, there has to be, there's side effects to literally fucking everything. That's why I just like, I don't know, try to be as natural as possible. That's well, how like I everything. Feel. I honestly just think the U.S. is fucked because of our food. Oh yeah, I think that's the biggest thing. To be quite, honest. I th- I feel like we've probably talked about. I'm this, fascinated so. by the wheat thing. The wheat thing. The like, I read about this probably a month or so ago. When you look at, I don't know what the history of all of this was, but basically, I don't know if it's like GMOs, but we essentially changed the entire genetic makeup of. Wheat. Our wheat plant in the United States, like, I don't know, however many decades ago. When you look at a wheat plant in the U.S. versus, like, say, Italy, it is completely different. They've essentially, like, they've transferred this crop to be so much more, like, full. Mm. And it's, like, that's why so many people in the U.S. are gluten-free. You'll hear people that have a gluten allergy in the U.S. be like, I don't eat wheat in the U.S., but if I went to Italy, I could eat all the pasta there. And be totally fine. I was just watching uh, Instagram Reels the other day, and they were talking about this. But they were mainly talking about like the difference in U.S. pasta versus like Italian pasta. Yeah, I think it probably has to do with something with the wheat. But they also talked about how how it's cooked or how it's created. Like hmm. if you buy Berea pasta here in the U.S., yeah, it's like it's like uh, fast heat dried within like two or three hours when it comes out of the like the machines that make it. Okay, but in the U. Like in Italy or foreign countries, um, it dries for like two or three days. And I guess it does something to the gluten hmm. that like it hardens the gluten or something in the U.S. version that like it, it's really hard for us to digest. But when you don't do that, so like in Italy or Europe, uh, it's a lot easier to digest. So it's also like how things are created. Huh. And I think it's, I mean, talking about like what you said, like we did that to create more. Yeah. We dry it in two or three hours to like pump out more quicker it's all about fucking efficiency here it's i mean sadly it's a necessary evil yes to be able to feed everybody we have so many people yeah yeah it's 
sucks, but it's For just the prices. Yeah. But yeah, all of our food is fucked. That's like the whole thing with like the eggs. It's damn near impossible to like get like truly quality eggs, and that's probably why like we talk shit about the FDA. And yeah. I'm not saying that they aren't corrupt and all of the fucking bullshit that they people just pay them to get shit approved. But also the fact that they have so much shit coming into this government-funded agency that, truthfully, there's no benefit to them giving a fuck. No one is really cross-referencing them. Yeah. Their jobs are probably hard. They yeah. probably don't get paid enough. Yeah. And when somebody's like, hey, man, we have a good relationship, don't we? Yeah. This isn't going to kill anyone necessarily right now. Yeah. Just push it through, bro. Yeah. I don't, like, totally blame them. It's just like, fuck, this sucks. Yeah. I don't know. We were uh, talking about the FDA. That was like, we, Lauren and I just watched um, Big Vape, I think it's called. Is on that the Netflix. Jewel? Yeah, it's about Jewel. Yeah. And, like, when Jewel came out. Was it good? Uh, It was, like, a mid-tier docu-series. I saw the trailer, and I remember thinking, like, this looks like they made this very quickly. Yes. Okay. that's Yes, exactly. Okay. It felt like they didn't, like, it told the story, but they didn't have, like, all the, like, testimonials and stuff that you would hope they would have. Like, yeah. I don't know. They just didn't, yeah, they definitely pushed it out quick. But, like, when that came out, it was not really regulated right away. And for a while, the FDA was like, well, this is so much better than smoking. Like, we're not going to put the effort towards regulating this because, like, from the basic tests that we've done, this is so much better than smoking. Until then, they realized, like, all the shit, uh, like Jewel was doing to like get kids on this, so yeah. kids who were not even addicted to cigarettes before, like it's maybe it's maybe a good replacement for people on cigarettes, but for to get people to start doing it when they weren't on anything, like is really bad. Because it was basically like they were telling the FDA, we're we're a replacement to get people off of cigs, but they were marketing yes. to get people to, to just kids. start smoking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I then that's people. when it became an issue. That's what. So Jewel still exists, but they are not allowed to, like, flavor it now, right? Or something? Yeah, there's a lot. Like, yeah, you can't have flavored pods um, or something else. But that's the shit that doesn't make any sense is now... <laughs> I Maybe this is in there, but I know a lot of people are like, so we just destroyed this American company, but now we allow all of these other, like, generic, <laughs> cheaper, like, Chinese brands to, Smaller ones, to yeah. do the same thing. Like, you can go buy a Posh for, like, half the cost. I think you get, like, double the pod, whatever the fuck they're called. I don't smoke these things. Yeah. And they're like, I've taken puffs of those. They are delicious. <laughs> I mean, they fuck up my lungs, but. <laughs> Talking about that, sa- Saturday, we went out, uh, yeah. all of us, and we were at Benchmark, and all of us were, like, fairly drunk at that point. Um, and Dan had his whatever. He has a posh. Yeah. Is, it, is that what it was? I think it is, yeah. And uh, Dylan was hitting it. And uh, Dan, like, lost it for a second. And he looks at me. He's like, dude, give me my give me my, my vape. And I'm like, what? <laughs> he's like, dude, give me my vape. And I'm like, I don't have your vape. I've never vaped before. He's like, I swear I just saw you hit it. <laughs> and I'm like, Dan, you don't understand. And I know you don't understand because you're drunk. I have never hit a vape in my life. You've never hit anything. What? You've literally <laughs> never smoked anything ever. What do you think would make me tonight, of all nights, at Benchmark, <laughs> your vape? I just, I'm like, cool, I want to hit this. 
just to piss Dan off. Just to piss him off. And then all of a sudden, he puts his hand in his like his front pocket. Oh, my God. It was in his front pocket the whole time. I mean, we were talking about this. Dan had himself a Saturday. It was fucking impressive. Dan, if you're listening right now, I... I, you're a god of alcohol. <laughs> we met his new uh, his new girl last Yesterday, night. Yeah, Maya. Yeah. She came to watch the Bengals game with us, and I, I was one of those like I hadn't met her yet, and I wanted to just be like, well, Dan walked in and asked like how I was feeling. I was like, I feel terrible, dude. Like I've been struggling today. I'm really <laughs> hungover. And then I kind of was like, How are you? <laughs> it, like he kind of brought it up first, and I was like, Maya, I'm gonna be honest with you. I've never seen something so impressive in my entire life. For the listeners. Dan drank a pitcher of beer, which I'm pretty sure was like ten. Not no, not just a regular pitcher because I feel like our our people are gonna think like Woody's pitchers. That this pitcher was like two or three inches tall. It was like ten beers worth. It was a lot. I don't quote me on that, but it was big. We were at Old Town Pub, and they have huge fucking pitchers of beer. And Shooter and I said, (laughs) I don't know why you guys said this. We were hammered. I know it wasn't even that late, but you guys said. He couldn't drink it in ten minutes. Which we originally offered him five hundred bucks, five hundred to two fifty each to do the whole pitcher in less than ten minutes. And Dan was the one that was kind of like, I don't know if I could do it in ten. What about fifteen? Because like, if he lost, he would have had to pay you each two fifty, so five hundred yes. total. So we decided he get he got fifteen minutes for three hundred total bucks. He did it in seven and a half minutes. No, six and a half. Okay. Six and a half. <laughs> it was ridiculous. It was so fucking fast. Dude, he did the first like 75% of it too in like less than three minutes. Yeah. And I just looked at Shooter and I was like, I'm just going to run now. Like, <laughs> no joke. Three or four minutes in because Shooter was at the other table with me. He yeah. he had already Venmoed yeah, Dan. <laughs> like Dan was halfway through and he had already Venmoed. I kept like looking at my phone at the timer and I was like, are you fucking joking? <laughs> this is absurd. He also Venmoed, or Shooter also Venmoed him 250 because he just oh, didn't yeah. realize no, that he dropped I, it. I'm assuming that Dan didn't pay him back. I mean, I don't know. I mean, he was, he wasn't all there after that, but I mean, his eyes were already <laughs> what I had coined at benchmark dead droopy eyes. Dan. Yeah. He said he didn't black out. I was like, that's I don't know how insane. I hope he made you. himself throw up when he went home. <laughs> that was wild. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how the fuck he got home by himself, but <laughs> regardless, yeah, on top of him I that is one thing though, smoking those poshes. That's why people do it too, because it like keeps you awake. I think that's why people smoke cigs. Cause it kind of like when you start getting you a like, little jolt too fucked up, yeah, yeah, it like wakes you up a little bit. I mean, I've smoked my fair share of like cigs. Yeah. Honestly, last night was we were watching the Bengals game at Kincaid's, and it was so hot back in that back room. Oh, were you in the back back room? Yeah, yeah. And they usually they like prop that door open. They were not doing that, and I was I I made the comment. I was like, honestly, I kind of wish I smoked cigs right now so I could go (laughs) stand outside for a little bit, like have a reason to be out there. Yeah, it's fucking terrible. Yeah. Also, the most common Ozempic side effects: nausea, vomiting, diarrhea abdominal pain and constipation so literally every prescription drug Dude, but i think right when you get on it you like you feel rid your body of oh really of everything like (laughs) the dude wipes ceo who i used to support i posted something on linkedin like (laughs) there was an article saying like ozempic users are gonna poop a lot more or something like that and he just posted like oh looks like ozempic is gonna be good for business (laughs) i don't know his his typical linkedin (laughs) post but uh like i think in the beginning you just rid your body of anything and everything. That's so funny. Yeah. In general, I'm like really fascinated, and this is basically what you do, but I've always been really fascinated with just like forecasting. And when forecasting gets fucked up, that's 
kind of what happened to like the, the past couple years. The American <laughs> supply chain got fucking destroyed because yeah. of forecasting. Like, what the hell are they gonna do? Yeah, when you just don't have enough data points, and it's this really hard the like ebb and flows of it too. It's so hard. There's so many factors that go into the just like I don't know consumer goods if that's what we're gonna focus in on. Yeah, so many. Because over the past like year and a half, there's been a shit ton of inflation too. Like prices have gone out the fucking roof. Oh my god, yeah. that has affected a lot of people. That's the same grocery trip last year to this year on average is like twelve percent more. Uh, like higher price. Yeah. Like if you got the same exact items last year and this year, it's twelve percent more. That's which doesn't sound like a lot, but like for like lower income shoppers, even oh, yeah. middle income shoppers, like that's a fuck ton. I mean, fuck it. If you're spending two hundred bucks. It's an extra 25 bucks. Yeah. It's annoying. Yeah. I mean, I'm just curious to see, like, people act like the whole COVID thing is, it is, I mean, in terms of, like, the disease, people care less about that, but you would think we're almost four years out of it now. We're three and a half years out of it. Since it started. Since it started. Yeah. Shit is still fucked up from that. Yeah. In terms I mean, of, like, the food industry. I don't know if it's as much fucked up as it is just different now. Like, I don't think it will yeah. ever go back to how it was. And that's how, like, a lot of our clients, they just are thinking of this as, like, the new normal. Okay, that's fair. Honestly. Like, people people switched their habits, how they bought, what they bought during COVID. And as of now, like, I would say, what, we're, like, probably a year and a half out of, like, the seriousness of COVID. Like, people are not switching back to how they were in 2019. Yeah. For a lot of different things. Just, yeah, the way we live is just so much. I mean, it just changed our behaviors in so many ways. Do you think it'll forever be a thing where people are wearing masks on airplanes? Yeah. I've always thought about, like... I'm, I think within our lifetime, absolutely. I, I think people... Yeah, there's been so many people who have now just, like... It has shifted their mindset completely, and they will forever do that. They're just, like, the world is dirty. Yeah. I'm gonna... Which I don't, like, really... I, I'm going to be honest, I make fun of those people because I'm a dude and I'm going to make fun of people for being weird. But sure. in general, like the logic behind it isn't that crazy when no. you think about like, I mean, it's it's smart. <laughs> tight quarters, like an airplane. Recycled like, air. Or truthfully, if you do have like, I guess technically I have an autoimmune disease, but if you have an autoimmune disease that you're like cautious of. Yeah. It's a fair point. That's something that I've been kind of freaked out about. So... This is a little more personal, but, like, that drug I take for my stomach issues. Originally, I was like, oh, I don't want to be on this because it's a little more of, like, I've always said, like, what if I'm out of town and I end up getting stuck somewhere and I don't have my meds? Yeah. Truthfully, not that big of a deal because I think as long as as long as long I don't go more than, like, a week without, like, the right uh, amount, I should be fine. But I was asking my doctor about the injections that they do and there's injections for all sorts of autoimmune diseases yeah, yeah. Like if you pay attention to those pharma yeah like commercials um the one that it's really weird but like rheumatoid arthritis is treated the exact same way as like crohn's and ulcerative colitis is with the same medication yes which is weird very weird but he was telling me because i asked him i was like well do you think it would make more sense for me to just go on the injection because it's like You'd only have to do one of those, depending like on which one you do. Weeks or months, or yeah. Yeah, it's like the most often one I think is like a month. Most of them are like quarterly. Yeah, and some of them you get like one or two a year. 
Yeah. And he was like, that shit changes your genetical, your genetic like makeup Whoa. in your body. So then you actually do become way more autoimmune. And he basically was like, you would be sick all the time. I was like, what the fuck? It's just the the ease of only having to do it every couple months. I think actually most people get on that. The one I keep seeing is uh, Sky Rizzy. Oh, yeah. It's all over. But I think it's like popular. And <laughs> he was saying... There's a... <laughs> Is there like a song or something to that? Yes, it's so. I'm not gonna sing it because it'll fuck people up. You have to, and I, I, I'll embarrass myself here in just a second. I have to hear the lyrics, but I can hear the jingle in my head. <laughs> fuck. <hold laughs> okay, while you search, that, I'm gonna out myself, and Lauren's gonna laugh at this part specifically. Is, uh, I think we were walking with Craig and Anna. We were talking about Ozempic, yeah. and there is a there is an Ozempic song. And I thought, oh, I started, oh, oh, no, it's not the O'Reilly. <laughs> no, that's, that's exactly what I did. I said, oh, 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 Zempic. <laughs> because that's what I thought it was. And now it's she's not al- that. Dude, she always makes fun of me now. She's like, oh, 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 Zempic. What Auto is, parts. <laughs> they fucking stole the. They stole something. Uh, because it's another like common jingle. Yes. Hold on. Uh, I'm doing the Ozempic one first. Okay. You guys get it. Ozempic. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay that's like <laughs> it's so annoying <laughs> now i gotta hear the sky rizzy one because i know there's oh, there is one it's so bad same <laughs> oh this is not what i thought wait for it uh, wait maybe not maybe i'm thinking of a different one Dude, that's re- but that's really bad. That's how bad like having pharma marketing here in the U.S. is. It's so fucked. How it's we are like so one of the only countries that allows people or allows the pharma business to do that. I also like can't even fathom, and maybe maybe I'm in the minority here. I guess I kind of have done this because I brought this up, but when you see those commercials as an end consumer. They tell you, ask your doctor about Ozempic. Mm-hmm. Who the fuck is going in to their doctor being like, I want to be on that drug? Don't are, Isn't it the doctor's job to specifically come up with the idea for what drugs you should be on? Yeah. Am I crazy? <laughs> it is a weird concept to be like, hey, doc, can I take this? I saw a commercial for it, and it seems like it would work. So, again, I think we do this a lot on this podcast. We are white males. 20 year old living yeah. in Chicago, well educated with money. Uh, and I'm not like that pretty well educated, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> but you like, we're a very specific type of person. There is the U.S. is made up of a lot of different types there of are. people. It's very true. <laughs> and I think that those that works on some other types. It's of probably people. a lot of like, I would love to see data on like the elderly generation. That's who I was like thinking is who they're targeting, probably because, yeah. The elderly aren't on like social media or like doing their own research on online, so they rely on like TV commercials to yeah. educate them. I mean, doing your own research too is like the craziest thought. That's another thing that I'm always so fascinated about. Like, there are definitely doctors that probably don't really dig in that much into like what the quote unquote research and data like says. I'm sure. Well, that was like the big Oxycontin issue was yeah. like the sales reps targeted the doctors and was just like, 
look at all of this data that makes it look really good. And there was probably, they overwhelmed them with so much data that the doctors just believed it to the point where it was like, they weren't going to like look at every single data point and they just, they just believed it. That's so terrifying. Speaking of that, actually, I don't, I don't know if I brought this up to you yet or not. I saw an interesting reel. I'm not saying that it, there's definitely cons to this argument. Okay. But I don't want to play it, but we maybe could like link it or something. I think it was Dana White was actually talking about how he thinks that general practitioners, like so your family doctor, are kind of pointless if you're a generally healthy person. Yeah. I, uh, so his argument... Yeah, I want to know like where, why. His argument was basically a general practitioner's job is to monitor your overall health and like in today's age there's so many ways that we can kind of do that on our own Mm -hmm. and now people this is actually kind of the case for me like i truthfully only really use my general practitioner to get into referrals referrals for specialists you know i'm gonna be yeah but i'm gonna be a devil's advocate like yeah we are generally like if you're somewhat healthy like us will say there's different ways of like tracking our health whether it's like i don't know our watches or whatever yeah or i don't know but like there's still the first round of defense of helping us identify when something is wrong as in like how would i know to go to a cardiologist if i'm like i don't know maybe i'm feeling some pain in my chest and i go to them first and they help me identify it's either my lungs or maybe my heart those are two different doctors that I would have to go see or specialists that I would have to go see. Yeah. They're the first round of defense and helping me understand where to go. Whereas like, if I'm like, Oh, I need to go to a cardiologist because my chest hurts and it maybe it's my heart. And then they're like, no, sorry, it's your lungs. You got to go to this one. You're still going to two doctors. It's true. The other, so I'll play devil's advocate. Also, I, I think I brought this up to Taylor McKenzie's old roommate and she right away was like, uh, I went into my doctor a few years ago and she was the one that heard me coughing and was like, that doesn't sound good. And they caught her cancer through that. Oh, shit. So that was like one where I was like, well, that's totally fair. But my thought is, I guess, for specific stuff like that, they're the ones that are going to be like, like if you do go get a general physical. But I always, when I heard that argument from Dana White, I was like, that's fair. Whenever I go in for a physical, they like move my arms around and are like, (laughs) how do you feel? I'm like, good. Like what are you? What is the point of this? Yeah, you know I, was what gonna, I mean, I was about to say like a, a very, uh, direct statement by saying general practitioners are stupid. They're not. They're doctors. They're but doctors. like, they <laughs> they're are medical doctors. But they're generalists, and they're not going to have a like deep knowledge on things. I think that's the point. Is like, what's Why? the point if you don't have a deep knowledge on something? Yeah, a lot of them do have specialties though. Like Ken's is, Ken's is uh, gyno is her GCP. Or G- GP. G- GPs. Whatever. General Whatever. practitioner. Yeah. yeah. Or GP. Sorry. GP. What? Like, I don't know. I think that's more of like an insurance thing. Like, hmm. she, she only pays her general practitioner copay when she goes to her gyno. And her gyno can, like, prescribe other general stuff. So, I don't know. Hmm. I, it's a fascinating concept to me because, like, 
I've I have a new general practitioner that got me in. Actually, no, she didn't even get me into the the new gastro I'm seeing. But like, I liked her. But it also is one of those things where every time I go to see one, like I have all of these weird things I want to bring up. But I almost am like, you're feeling rushed when you're in there. Remember? Dude, that's the yeah, so that's, annoying. That's a huge issue. But I have a laundry list of like little small things that I want to bring up and be like, is this important? That's is what your important? general practitioner should be is like to be able to run through the small things to determine if it's an actually bigger thing than yeah. it actually is. But every single general practitioner's office is just back to back to back. They're in there for fucking five minutes and then gone. And you don't you don't feel like it's a space to uh to, to like have them pause and like actually really put thought into you. I think obviously you definitely do not remember you from the last year. That Hell no. Them. Yeah. No chance. They'll, and they'll like have they notes. Do. Yeah. They're going to be like, oh, how is that one thing that we talked about yeah. 365 days ago that I definitely don't remember at all, but I'm going to still ask it like <laughs> I know it. Yeah. That was the one that made me really annoyed was I have this fucking, I think it's like a calcium thing on my hand. Oh, it, like a cyst. Yes. It's the, probably my the thing that your sister had. Yeah. Yeah. So it's hurt my wrist since like, Junior year of high yeah, school. Dude, she had to get hers taken out. So I fucking the first GCP I had here in Chicago. I asked her about it, and she was like, "Yeah, we'll X-ray it." I was like, "Okay, are you gonna are you gonna see something?" <laughs> She's like, "I don't know. Well, maybe we'll see something." Fucking one hundred and fifty dollars later, she was like, "Nothing's there." I was like, "Well, my wrist still hurts. What is it?" That's wild. So I think I'm just like. Let me be clear. I don't think general practitioners are pointless, but they annoy me. Yeah. Because dude, all doctors, it it's too much of a business these days. I know. That's the that was problem. uh like Lauren was trying to get off of her there's like an acne medicine medication she's just taken for years and she's like I just don't really? think I really need to take it anymore. Oh god. Um not like an intense one, but just like she's like I just don't think I need to take it anymore. Yeah. And uh so she went into her dermatologist and was like, oh, yeah, I just I think I'm gonna like slowly wean myself off of this and the doctor was like, Okay, that's fine, but like let's also get you back in here to like talk about XYZ the next time. Like you could tell, like that was like one of the only reasons why Lauren was going into a dermatologist <laughs> on a regular basis. Yeah. And uh the doctor was just like, Okay, fuck, well, I'm about to lose her as just like a person coming in and getting that copay. Like, like let's let's like matter say let's get her back in six months to look at xyz yeah and it's just again it's all about money it is like if i truly had to go back and be like super passionate about one thing i'm sure there's plenty of these people out there i would love to like get really knee deep into like changing the the system of healthcare in the u.s i mean it's yeah. it's damn near impossible but like that would make me feel fulfilled from like a nine to five. If I felt like I was doing something to like help that cause. I just think the massive problem is it's not just healthcare. It's the insurance industry. Yep. It's government. It's like all three of them connected because insurance company companies are subsidized by the government and insurance yeah. companies make a fuck ton out of doctors. And it's just like everything. It just, Let's say we took the entire healthcare industry and made it not private anymore. How much do you think that would fuck the U.S. economy? Probably a lot. Because insurance, medical insurance, wouldn't exist, right? 
Yeah. If everything was free, like does that does it exist in the U or in like Canada? Like they have universal health care. Do they? No, have I think it's like insurance? just through the government, right? I don't know how it works, but I don't know either. We're about to we're getting into a topic where neither of us are knowledgeable. See, at but all, I so like bringing this, this up. With a grain of salt. Sometimes people will respond to us when we say this if they're yeah. listening and they're like, "I know how it works." Yeah, educate us if you know. But I I think that would take out insurance companies, which would then also take out like the need for doctors' offices to like fucking go so hard at like trying to make money, which. Would be good in theory, but this is also the like. But I think it would slow down people getting help. Research would slow down. Research would slow down because you don't have things. the like the funds. Yeah, capitalism is a positive thing for for innovation. Innovation. Yeah, that was the word I was looking for. I don't know. I think we are just uncovering that everything's fucked. Everything's fucked. No Plus, matter what. No, like seriously. No matter which way you go, whether universal healthcare. <clears throat> Which just gives everybody the same access, which is a great thing. It it fucks the rest of the system. Or doing what we're doing now, it fucks. I don't know. People, people can't get the right people care. Can't get the right care, or it's like too expensive. So I like, mean, where's yeah. the middle ground? Is there? I don't know. I mean, that's what I think. Like the idea for Obamacare was, but then it's like you have this hybrid system of doctors who are involved in Bob- Obamacare are like not as good of doctors then it's still the same problem of like low income people are not getting the care that they truly need and high income people feel like they're getting taxed when they have yeah. the money to get the care that they need but they don't want to subsidize the low income people and like the shit i think canada is dealing with this right now like their bottleneck for their healthcare system is horrible that's what yeah you like the to get care it takes a long time oh, yeah. i don't know it's crazy but yeah that would like Truthfully, the more I've been thinking about that and reading like more stuff, especially yeah. like reading Dope Sick right now, I'm like, yeah. that should have been like what I went into and like tried to give a fuck about. But the problem is, I yeah, I'm maybe just like a, a cynical person right now. But like knowing where I'm now and thinking back, like, oh, what if I did this eight years ago when we were in college and like tried to like yeah. redo the industry? Like, if I did that and I was there now, would I just be so burnt out? Like. Fuck, there's no way I'm ever going to change the system. Probably. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, even just talking about it for an hour right now. It kind of like, depresses me. It's fucked. And if you did that for a full-time career, you'd be thinking about this all the time. Yeah. And thinking, oh, this is literally never going to change. I think people go in with the right mindset, but I think that's why like, the system never changes. Because very quickly, the majority of people who want to change the system realize how fucked it is. And how they, yeah. they as one person, will not be able to change it. Dude, Which is isn't, sad. Isn't that the, like... Isn't that the belief of, um, is it altruism that Sam Bakeman freed and all those, it's almost kind of culty, but they basically have the belief of like, we want to make so much money that we can change the world with our money. Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, I don't know if it's altruism. Altruism is the belief in, the belief in or practice of disinterested and selfless concern for well-being of others. It doesn't really describe what I was describing. But That's a really just wordy. Yeah, I don't even know what that means. Description. It's I know Sam Bankman Freed was like that was what his message was to like all of his people. Maybe altru- altruism is the unselfish concern for other people doing things simply out of a desire to help, not because you feel obligated to out obligated to out of duty loyalty or religious region reasons. Hmm. It involves acting 
out of concern for the well-being of other people. Yeah. So I think so. He basically... He's I was just like, I'm going to make a fuck ton of money so I can help people. His just whole... because... That's... Well, he's a fraud. Yep. But he I mean, was like pitching that to people as like, we want to make so much money with FTX that we can eventually like say, for instance, your care in the world is to change the healthcare system. We'll just dump all of this money that we made off of it into solving that one problem. Hmm. Great idea in theory, but then you make all this money and live this lavish life and you're like, yeah, well, my life's great. And now so. he's going to jail for over a hundred years. Most likely. Is he actually going to go to prison? I don't know. I think, I think he got like, the sentence right now is like 100 plus years. He got or not found he, guilty, right? I think. I think he got found guilty on like everything. The sentence is probably. Yeah. That's more what's going to happen there. Also, I know you got to go. So. I'm, more, I'm good. I still got a bit. Okay. I had 7.15. Yeah. I have to leave by like probably 7, uh, okay, uh, okay, okay. 6.50. What time did we start? <clears throat> Where are we at right now? 53. So oh. we, we can go another 15.20. Cool. What else do you want to talk about? <laughs> the other two are like super random, but this one is, I, you've been to a few weddings now. I got into an argument with people at work about this the other day. Why does everybody say wedding food sucks? Because catering sucks. Normally. I, In my opinion, I think it sucks. That's crazy. It's just made in big fucking tins or whatever. And like the meat is always either, like it's pro- probably like really dry. Have you specifically, like, had shitty catering? Like, give me examples. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cater- I, catering is specific, too. Mm. I, are, are weddings always catered? Well, I think it depends. I think there's a lot of, uh, like, when you buy into a venue, you usually have to buy into their catering. Because that's guess, just another way of them to make money. But, I don't know. I think it depends. I like, uh... Like my sister, she did like a, I'm gonna call it like a second wedding. It was more of like a party. Yeah. Uh, but like her catering fell through, which honestly was a blessing in disguise because she just went out to a like local Mexican restaurant and got like just it's almost like if you went to a Chipotle, but like a nice Chipotle and got like tins of really good meat and like you build your own tacos. That's cool. And she got Chick Fil A. She did both. And <laughs> she got like donuts for the dessert it was like the best food ever for like this like small like wedding celebration that's kind of sweet it was sick that's how exactly how i want to do it that's yeah it's also a lot cheaper probably yeah it was so much cheaper when you like don't have the tag of like this is for a wedding because people just fucking raise prices for wedding shit i think her like original was gonna be like 6500 for catering and then when she did this it dropped to like 3k Holy shit. It was so much cheaper and it was so much better. What was what happened with her caterer? They just stopped answering. And there was like it was like two or th- like two weeks before what and the they were like just fuck? not getting like the confirmations and they're like, I I'm gonna like rescind my signature on the contract or whatever. I don't know how they got out of it, but um, they didn't pay. I think they just lost their deposit of maybe like a couple hundred bucks. Oh, but cool. again, when you're saving three thousand in retrospect, yeah. yeah. What does it matter? I think I it just depends, like, on the catering. I just, I don't think all wedding catering sucks. I just think some of it is bad. Well, that's what, so obviously, I've talked about this, but Chance and I worked weddings in college. Food was great, but it was also, like, made, we also worked at a grocery store. Yeah. And, like, we yeah. had <laughs> a full chef and, like, staff 
in-house that made the food. But it was still like it was buffet most of the time. And I'm not saying, yeah, I mean, wedding food, you pretty much have to do buffets unless you're going to pay so much money for yeah. individual dishes. The two weddings I'm going to, the wedding I'm going to this weekend is at the Ritz-Carlton in downtown Philly. So Ken's wow. even asked me, I didn't realize this until a couple weeks ago. She was like, wait, we got our wedding invite, but they never asked us what we were eating. And I was like, oh, the guy that we're going to the wedding for, I don't want to say his name, but he told us that at the Ritz, they do made-to-order at weddings. What? 200 fucking people. You sit down and you like tell them that day because their thought process is, well, maybe you you want something different the day of. Isn't that insane? That is wild. 200 people? 200 people. The operations of that kitchen. Insane. I mean, granted, you're probably only still going to have like two or three options. But yeah. still. But still. That Basically is, ran like a restaurant. Yeah. It's fucking nuts. And then the other one we're going to is like a normal plated wedding. Like we had to tell her what, what we you wanted to have, which yeah. is fine. But even that was like, I think it's surf and turf or chicken. Chicken's always a classic. I, we went surf and turf. Come on. Well, I'm just saying like every wedding yeah. has a chicken. Got to have a chicken option. And then I think the other one was like vegetarian. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then the Mexican wedding, the Mexico wedding we're going to, <laughs> we're literally going to a, a wedding in Cancun. The options were, I think it's filet, mahi-mahi, or vegetarian. Ken's and I were both like, yeah, we're both getting the filet. Like, <laughs> duh. <laughs> Plus, like, it's a it's a wedding at a resort in Cancun, so we're already, like, dropping a good amount of money for, yeah. like, basically a vacation. So we were like, yeah, we're getting fucking the most expensive thing. Oh, yeah. I mean, you have to. But I do think it's a thing for couples to each order something different so you can, like... We did that for the... Try each other's. The one wedding, yeah. I was like, you can get the surf and turf, and I'm going to get... I think I got the chicken. Just, to, like, I'll try it, but yeah. you can have that. But, yeah, I don't, like... That's a, that was an interesting thought. Why? What made you think about this? We were talking about it at work, because my buddy Bryce on my team was... He has fucking four weddings in a row. I think three of them are out of town, too. He did one in Naples. He had one in Indiana this past weekend. He's going to the same wedding we are in Philly. And then he has one, like, in Chicago the weekend after next. And he was like, I love weddings. Like, they're fun. But I just hate the food. And I was like, really? Like, I've never ate the food at a wedding and been like, this sucks. But have you ever eaten it and been like, wow, I'm, like, really satisfied? Yes. Really? At Oscars, where we worked, the food was amazing. Like, it sucked because we ate the same thing all the time, but... Yeah. Okay. Dude, when I would go, like, two weeks in a row without having the fucking spinach and artichoke stuff ticking, I was like, I can't fucking wait to get that <laughs> shit. <laughs> it was okay. gas. I mean, I believe you. Or the beef brisket. Oh. Oh. I just know I want very specific things. That's why I think I'm going to do... I would want a small wedding so that I could just go all out on, like, that type of stuff. Yeah. Dude, yeah, because, I mean, adding even 20 people to a wedding just, like, very expensive. spikes your fucking total cost. Like, I I just want to get, like, I want my wedding to just be, like, super casual, at least the party part of it, the reception. Yeah. Like, I want to get bar cargo pizza. <laughs> so I you're doing get, it here. <laughs> I want to get Stan's Donuts. Do you like Stan's Donuts that much? I just love donuts. Okay. Any type of donut. It's a very Chicago. Stan's, like Stan's, Stan's is like, yeah. They're great. I'm just yeah. wondering if that was like. Maybe some Cane's chicken for like the after <laughs> after reception food. 
That's yeah, that can be your late night snack. Yeah. Just a box combo. <laughs> Come on, that sounds like the best fucking wedding. I'm gonna be honest, like if I'm super trash towards the end of your wedding and <laughs> I see the, the cart roll out with fucking extra Texas toast and just mounds yeah. of cane sauce, I'm gonna be like, dude, think of that's like tight. a fucking pyramid of just Texas toast. Oh my god. Don't get the fries though. Fuck yeah, Cane's fries. Fine. They're that's trash. Fine. Um Craig Crazy. Craig and Anna, shout out to them. Not from me, but well, yeah. From how you. was how was they their had, food? Uh, their food was good, but it was a very nice venue, like a very nice venue. So I expected good food. Okay, but they did have a late night skyline. Oh, you did tell me about that. That's yeah. <sighs> see, Ken's doesn't like skyline though. So like, if I marry what? Ken's, that's for you. <laughs> we'll have to do like skyline and an ice cream. <laughs> like, okay, have to be like both. <laughs> Graters, right there. Well, that's Boom. what I was. Does she like graters. I was just about to say, like, but if we did do ice cream, I'd be arguing like we have to get <laughs> graters, and she'd be like, "Why? <laughs> we don't have to do graters." <laughs> she likes graters, but I think she's just one of those people too that when I have like a strong opinion on something, she's like, "I have the opposite opinion just because I'm stubborn." <laughs> like, <laughs> would you? Uh, I appreciate that sometimes, but where do you want to get married? You want to get married in Chicago, Cincinnati? I have no, I have no idea. Probably not here because it's insanely expensive. That's fair. Would you ever want to do a destination? Uh, this that's interesting. You bring that up because we're doing three destination weddings yeah. in the next like three months. But they're great in theory. I do think it would suck. I know you're the opposite of me on this. Like, I have a lot of people that I would want to invite, and I like want to be there. And destination weddings are tough. People but like don't want to come. Destination weddings allow you to see who's going to commit for you. It's true. Who actually loves you? It's a good person. Good argument. I know. I, I mean, it's a struggle though because maybe some people can't come because like money or something. But in general, too, like same with you and Lauren. Lauren's from here. You're from Cincinnati. Yeah. One of your sides is going to be have to travel. Yeah. So like same with Ken's and I. If we did it in Indy or Cincinnati, have you ever been to a small wedding? A small wedding? Smallish. I would say between 25 and 75. No. I've worked like... Yeah. I worked like a 30-person Sunday wedding one time. It was weird. There was like no alcohol, though. Oh. It was like a weird... It was real weird. Okay. But that so made me alcohol. Like, <laughs> that made me have like a weird perception of like small weddings, but that was a, an anomaly for sure. Yeah. I think I... Because Adrian, my sister, had a small wedding, which was like, yeah, yeah, less than 50, I think. That, and that's like one of the first weddings I've gone to. I've gone to a couple others, but uh, like in the first wave of them, and I'm comparing hers versus everybody else's, like, oh shit, this is fun. I think, though, you're going to have the scenario where you and Lauren start writing down people, and you get to like, I know. You get to the end of the list, and you'll be like, Fuck. Fuck, we're at 150. <laughs> yeah, like you'll probably end up doing at least 100, I think, is my guess. Unless you did a destination wedding, which it sounds like that is probably up your alley because then you can be like, I know these people, I'll invite these people, but I know they won't come type of thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe I maybe I would want to do a destination wedding. Invite the people, say 100 people, yeah. but give the option to like do zoom like my sister did that oh really for some people i've never heard of um, that before where you can like just watch the ceremony streamed huh. and okay. i don't know if some people decide not to come because of that like i don't I, I don't know i wasn't a part of that planning session but um i'm my assumption is if like you do a 
far enough away destination wedding, some would actively choose to just yeah. have a stream. You could save money, and then you wouldn't have to not invite them, if that makes sense. Yeah, there's Best such, of both worlds. It's such like a catch-22, because I'm like thinking about like how would you word the invitation to be like, we really want you to come, but if you don't, it really is okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it's fine. Yeah. I just wanted to invite you, but please don't come. <laughs> yeah. In yeah, the nicest way possible. Some people do that with destination weddings, where like, if you ask somebody to come to a destination wedding in the invite you say you don't need to get me a wedding gift oh really just because like it's so costly for people to travel That's, for you ken's and i are in like a real we don't know what to do for especially this like one wedding gifts are so tough lauren and i literally like we googled it so many times like the like, cover your plate thing makes total sense but then like but then the the aspect of like that are seems they, like are they a friend? Are they family? Yeah. Are they like an okay friend? Or are they like a really good friend? Am I traveling for this? Yeah, yeah. That's I didn't. I always thought the cover your plate thing was like that was what actually Derek taught me this. You spend the amount on the gift that your plate would relatively cost. But you don't know how much it would relatively cost because True. again, the type of food they get could depend. But now I've heard people say also, you get a wedding gift, and then you're supposed to kind of bring a gift day of and or cash to actually, quote unquote, cover your plate. So that's like, and that can be anywhere from like 50 to 150 a person, depending. Dude, I'm just going to ask people to Venmo me. That's what I honestly think a lot of people do that now, and it's like pretty okay. One of my good friends that I went to from childhood that I went to his wedding, his like registry like had items on it, but there was like three or four items. There was a, a honeymoon fund. Yeah. A, I think they, I think they called it like a DIY fund. So they had just recently bought a house. Okay. So it was like to go to like repairs or DIY projects or just like cash. Like those were like the top three options. And then all below that was yeah. like the other like gift type. And things. if you really want to get us an item, here you go. Yeah. But I've heard like, even the items, they're always marked up. Like oh, yeah. A $50, $50 set of plates at Target for a wedding re- registry would actually cost like 75 That's crazy. And then what they do is like if that item is not purchased for you at the end of your registry, then Target will like offer you like a 10% off coupon to buy it yourself. What? So they still try to pick up that sale from you directly. What the fuck? Yeah. So that's almost just more beneficial to be like, Hey guys, we have this registry, but just send us cash. Like, yeah, because then we'll just buy all the shit anyways. Yeah, but then the registry still gets you because if you buy the cash through them, you still got to pay like a five dollar fee to send them cash. Are you serious? Yeah, it was fucked. Because no, I, I do. I don't know if we did this. That. Yeah, I don't think we did it. I think somebody else was saying this to me at work because we were talking about wedding gifts and they were like. I was going to get them 75 bucks, but there was like a $10 fee on top of it. So I literally just texted the person. I was like, can I just Venmo you 75 bucks? And he was like, yeah, I'd rather you do that. That's so sick. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. The wedding industry is, it's, it's bullshit. It's, is it a taboo thing to ask for cash? No. I feel like Anymore, this day and age. Yeah. No. no. I think back in the day, maybe it was. I honestly, though, I think it was more so people just felt weird about the Venmo thing because it's so like easy. Yeah. I, I bet back in the that day, it wasn't people, like meaningful. People probably wrote checks. Yeah, I'm sure. People have always been asking for money for their honeymoon. Yeah, 
Because that, like, that makes sense. This is, like, I don't know if you were there when I said this uh, Saturday, but my big thing with Christmas this year is I want to, like, whenever my mom decides to ask, like, what I want, I want to be, like, just literally I want gift cards cards. to sporting events. Like, get me gift cards to TickPick or Game Time. Yeah. Because I love going to concerts and games, and they're fucking insanely expensive now. Yeah. So like I would rather just have that than be able like, to just choose it whenever. I don't need items like yeah, and I don't. I, I the past couple of years I've struggled so hard with that. I have shit that like I would, I would appreciate and want, but I'm like the problem is like these days, not that I'm rich by any means. I know at all, exactly what you're about to say. If I need something, say I think of it today, and I'm like, oh, that would be a really good Christmas gift. Or I'm, I could just I'm buy thinking it. about it. I'm thinking about it. I'm like, well, I'm thinking about it now. I want it now. Yeah. I'm just gonna fucking buy it myself. Yeah. It's so dumb. And so the time when it gets to Christmas, I'm like, I got another mom. I already bought all my gifts for myself. Yeah. And like clothes, I'm too fucking particular about clothes. I've been trying to, my older sister and I have been trying to convince our family to just now do a uh, Christmas vacation. Yeah. Ken's has brought this up for her family and I'm fucking in. Yeah. Like for a while, we were so about the tradition of like Christmas Eve, we do XYZ. Christmas morning, we wake up, we make cinnamon rolls open which gifts, is fun which is i fine. love that and it's yeah. fun yeah i love that and i hope one day like i can keep those traditions going in some way but now that we are all older yeah. like nearly 20 and up in my family my three sisters and i i'm like why don't we go somewhere warm and enjoy it and we can still make cinnamon rolls morning of yeah and maybe we can still do small little gifts but put all that money thousands of dollars that we would spend on gifts towards a really nice vacation yes I think it will take one or two more years to convince them, but they seem like they're like they're opening more up to it. It's so dumb, yeah. Yeah, you still have sisters that are like in college, so you're not like they still don't have the money to buy them buy themselves yeah. stuff. But True. once they're out of college and they are making money, I think they'll transition to be like, Oh yeah, let's just go on a a yeah. trip. Yeah, especially like at the age that we're at, it's like, dude. Yeah, I already have to travel to see you guys for the holidays, so can we just yeah. go somewhere nice instead yeah. of fucking my childhood home? Yeah. <laughs> no offense, <laughs> but all right. You want to do an answer roll? Yeah, this is a wild one. I thought of this today, too. Okay. I'm actually really curious to see what you say. Because this, it's a little dark, but this happened when we were in college. The past couple. I feel like they just keep getting darker and darker. Um, more like fucked up, but <laughs> yeah. Do you remember that kid when we were in college that went to North Korea and, like, died? From UC? He, I think he was a UC student, yeah. Or maybe he was a, a local, like, UC high or uh, Cincinnati high school kid. It's like, it feels familiar, but I don't remember the details. He went on, like, a field trip. He So, the unanswerable question is, like, if you had the opportunity to go to North Korea, would you go? But basically the story was he like it was like an opportunity through like a field trip. I think they were like Oh, and he snuck out, right? He Kinda. did I don't wanna like He <laughs> fucked up. Okay. He was dumb. He was like taking pictures and like wasn't following yeah, the yeah. very strict rules that exist in a fucking sure. secluded communist country. Sure. And like I think he, he got taken like prisoner and then they like killed him. Kind of beat him to death. Okay. But anyways. The question was, because I remember talking to, like, my friends from home about that, and all of them were like, 
it's fucking insane. Like, why would you want to go to North Korea? And I was like, I actually don't think that's that crazy. Like, no one's ever been inside. No one knows what it's like. You're telling me you're, like, not curious? I think it's, to me, it's as simple as, like, don't look or touch anything. Like, yeah, do exactly whatever they say, like, and you'll get out. And you can go to North Korea through, like, real tours. Like, there's a... Oh, really? Yeah, there's a tourist company. But they only show you the very good parts. Okay, yeah. Like, the, they, it's, like, a very, obviously, painted picture okay. of, like, oh, North Korea is not bad. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you don't actually get to see all the shit. You, we want to see the, like, the fake perception. But if you go on it and then you, like, sneak out and try to, like, yeah, you'll I think that's kind of what happened. I think that's probably what happened, yeah. Would I go? And there's still, like, the, the risk of, like, being kidnapped and... I mean, there's a risk to fucking no, I know. walking I'm just, out I'm your making, door. Like every I'm day. making sure, like yeah, okay. You don't have like a hundred percent. I, yeah, I would. I would just follow the rules to the T. Yeah, and I, yeah, because when I went abroad, I've only been abroad once, but when I went abroad, it like it's crazy, like how much it opens your eyes to like, holy shit, the U.S. is like, it's the U.S. and you're just so used to it. Yeah, but you're like. People live such different lives. Yeah. But we're all on the same earth, but it's just so, so different. That sounds like a high thought. No, it's not. But like, it was wild to me. And I'm like, holy shit, they do all of this so much differently. So to know that like North Korea is on like a level 10x everybody else. It's like something that you really can't even like imagine. Yeah, you can't even fathom it. As some people have like tried to explain like... I probably, yeah, I probably would if given the opportunity. I think the situation with that kid, too, was, like, they were already, that wasn't, like, a planned part of the vacation or the tour, yeah. It wasn't a field trip. It was, what are they? Study abroad. Study abroad, yeah. Yeah. It was a study abroad that he was in some neighboring country and something happened where they were, like, we have the opportunity to go. You don't have to, but, like, we're going to go for a day. And then he got taken prisoner would i pay for it probably not if i was given the opportunity for free probably i think that depends on like how much but yeah I'm, okay. i agree with you if it was 100 yeah. bucks yeah I'd probably they were like it. it's an extra five thousand dollars like not worth the risk yeah, yeah yeah i agree with that yeah for sure yeah i i mostly asked that question like i was curious to see what you would say but i kind of knew you were probably gonna say the same thing i did i'm curious like to see other people's like if other people have a an opinion on that you, all your friends at home were like, no. Oh, they, it like started when that all happened. We were like texting about it and all of them were like, what an idiot. And I thought that they meant like, he's an idiot for like being dumb while he was yeah, there. Yeah. They were like, why the fuck would you go? And I was like, okay, not to be like totally opposite here, but <laughs> I absolutely would have gone. Like, call me crazy. <laughs> yeah. And they were like, why the fuck would you do that? I'm like, you're telling me you guys are not curious at all? I'm it's crazy. Yeah. I'd be so curious. I'm I don't want to go to like China. I'm like really curious about China. I would want to go to Japan. I've Japan heard that I've heard is wild, really cool, yeah. Wild experience. People love Tokyo. Yeah. The other one it's scary a little bit because of all of the um they have a ton of like sex trafficking because it's really like cheap and there's just a ton of like crime, but Thailand is one that Oh, but I've heard it's really cheap. Super cheap. So this dude on my team is Bangkok and Thailand? I think so. Oh fuck! No, oh. I'm gonna sound really stupid. Is Bangkok its own country? Or I, is, think I thought Bangkok's, that was a city. Bangkok's in China. Um, Bangkok, Thailand. No, fuck! I think you're right. People ah. are yelling at us through the mic right now. <laughs> Hold on. 
It's the capital of Thailand. Okay, there we go. <laughs> so I'm an idiot. Yep. Hand up. Sorry. I've just heard it's really cheap to yeah. go to. Like, you can buy a really nice hotel for, like, 20 bucks. Dude, so this Maybe guy 20, on my but. team, he's kind of a free spirit. He uh, he went with, like, four or five of his other buddies. They literally did a two-week trip. Because he did say, he's like, the the main downside is getting there is a bitch. Yeah. So you have to go. It's, like, at least a two-layover two yeah. layover flight, depending on, like where you leave the u.s from um but he said the same thing he was like yeah it's the other there's a ton of like transvestites though i, I say though some people are cool with that but like <laughs> it's very like you were saying just the culture is like completely, completely different. Really different yeah but yeah he was like dude we would go out on like say a friday night we go to a club get like bottle service 20 bucks each what? yeah that's wild. And, like, eating is super cheap. Yeah. Dude, like, the hotels are crazy cheap. And he was, like, you, we stayed in, like, the nicest hotels, and it was, like, 10 bucks a person. Maybe not Thailand, but why don't we do, like, a boys' trip? How have we never gone, like, abroad? I guess well, COVID. I was thinking about that when you sent the thing from Miami. Oh, yeah. because we all have girlfriends now, so, like... I know. Let's be honest. If we were going to go somewhere, that'd, that'd be, be, like... So one. It would take one guy to be, like, well, why, don't, why can't the girls come? <laughs> and we'd be, like, yeah... You're probably right. Dude, but traveling with more than four people is annoying as hell. I agree with that, yeah. When uh, that Miami trip was like perfect. That was tri- perfect when Josh Sab and I went to abroad. Perfect. Yeah. Because you could move easily. Thanks for the invite, too, by the way. No, I, we not, I couldn't come. I was going to say, we not, I felt like we probably <laughs> I was still work. I was still working at Paycom, bro. Yeah, I didn't you have were, PTO. Yeah. 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 It was tough. But anything more than four is like, no. Yeah, I kind of agree with that. Maybe a couple strip. Maybe Ken's in lore. See, Hold look up. at that. We're already doing a couple strips. Not boy strips. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> but I agree. We yeah, should. I just want to go broad. I've been saying this to Lauren, and I've been... Ken's I and I, go. number one, we're going to Italy. First place, we're going to do Italy in the south of France. When? I, let's go next summer. Dude, I was, I, I was trying to convince Lauren to buy tickets abroad the other night when we were at Topo. We were, I was literally looking up flights to go to, like, Lisbon, Portugal. <laughs> because Lisbon is supposed to be really nice. Oh, I've heard that Portugal is really cheap, too, right? I, maybe. I don't know. I might have just made that up in my head. But we found, like, tickets for, like, 400 bucks round trip in March or something like that. Direct flight? I think so. There's no way. Maybe it wasn't. I don't remember. But it was not that expensive. It was, like, between four and 500 bucks. Damn. And I was like, why don't we buy these literally right now? And she's like, I, we can't. Dude, maybe I'll just get it. That'll be, like, my gift to Ken's. She's not gonna listen to this, so you could absolutely. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I might literally text you and Lauren on the side and like try to plan. That'd be fucking sick. That's what I'm saying. Or we could both do that. Shit. You might have to cut this so Lauren doesn't hear it. Uh, I mean, we gotta figure out more PTO shit. So that's like the hardest part. Yeah, that's true. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, Ken's. I'm like the. I I do this sometimes too because like I work in sales, so I can kind of take off whenever I want. And I have unlimited PTO and. Can yeah. kind of control my schedule a little bit too, yeah. but both of them are not so much. Yeah, a little bit more reliant on yeah. having some heads up. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> we'll talk through it. Yeah. All right. Cool. Anything else? Anything you would like to plug, Max? I have that um, listed. No. If you want to ch- check out all the the data shit I do every day, you can go to numerator.com. <laughs> Love it. I mean, it's where it, I work. It does help you. No, you can go. Yeah, check out numerator.com. There's a lot of cool stuff on there. You're 
I was about to say you're a shareholder. You're not a shareholder. No, we're but private. It helps you still. Yeah. Or if you want a job, I could refer you. Are you that would make me money. Uh, we have a couple positions open. I did see the one, <laughs> the one dude, one of the sales managers posted like the most specific. He was looking for like a mid-market sales director position. And I was just looking at it because you reposted it. And it was like five plus years of CPG experience. <laughs> and I was like, so you're literally looking for a person that works at one of the three other Competitors. That you like that is what is the point of this? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Cool. Well, as always, thank you guys for listening. Keep spreading the good Coney word. Peace. Peace.